The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's, here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go there's a monster i am i'm ready for it to be over well but I, i'm not sure i can even fully explain why i love this movie so much yes. i had some issues yes. to see oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed i fell asleep until the screaming this is actually where i started enjoying the movie this is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema i thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! well i'm sure it's artistic and you just don't get it all right, here we are, Fellowship of the Real, four friends at a movie. Uh, this is my pick. Uh, this time we're reviewing Dark City. And you like this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, there it is. Yes. Uh, I thought Chris picked this one. Sure. Uh, so we're going to get into I this. I did like this movie, so if that helps, I did like this movie. Sure. Uh, but first we want to do Cherry Squares. So we're talking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was even thinking about, I'll give my review right now if you'd like of the movie. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, you watched it six times, but not all at once. <laughs> all right. Uh, Cherry Squares. All right, Cherry, give us your best shots here. All right. This is the easiest one. Okay. Ready? Yep. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That's Batman. Batman, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Okay, I was going to say, what Batman? Yeah. Joker, yeah. The best Batman. (laughs) Batman. Let's get nuts. Yeah, I like, um, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. Um, Okay. He's coming back as Batman in the new Flash movie. Oh, okay. And Ben Affleck, too, for a little bit. Yeah. Mm. But, like, Michael Keaton will be Batman, so I think it's worth seeing just for that. I pretty much like everything he does. Apparently, that new Flash movie is just really good yeah i don't yeah i'm not i'm getting very super super heroed out but there's something um, called the blue beetle coming out what the fuck is the blue beetle yeah yeah i'm not a comic book guy but how deep are you digging for these things they're digging pretty deep man but um, i've never heard of michael keaton back as batman i'm there yes yes i like okay all right you ready yeah this is the old one really old one and i'm not sure how he pronounces the name you'll probably know it by the name but hold on and let me say the whole thing Hey, blonde, you know what you are, just a dirty son of a, and then there's music. Hey, blonde, you know what you are. He may say, hey, blondie. Hey, yeah, it's a uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Yes. Oh, oh, blondie. Yeah, yeah, yeah blondie. Yeah. Blondie? Yeah. Is it blondie? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. remember Jim calling, good, good calling dig, you blondie. Uh, Chris, I, I, I might have got, because I was thinking, that we started talking about blonde, I'm like, okay, Reservoir Dogs? No, that doesn't sound right. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't understand if he says blonde or blondie. He calls him blondie, although okay. Eastwood has, I don't know why, he's not, doesn't have blonde hair in that movie. But. Right, it's, it's weird. But, you know, you know and then it, instead of saying the word, you son of a, and it goes in. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, yeah. the music. Yeah. One bastard goes in, two bastards come out. <laughs> so if I had sung, done the music, you probably would have sure, immediately sure. known. Okay, so yes, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, All right, now this- Well, I'm screwing up on Eastwood today. That is, <laughs> I am embarrassed, because I, I might have gotten there eventually, but geez, that's a deep track. I thought you would get it right off. Right? I know. I really thought you would. God, oh my, he's, Eastwood's about to make his quote-unquote final film for Warner or whatever. Indian is 90. He's like 90-something, yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And he, and he's known for like one take. There's this yeah. whole thing with Matt Damon. Matt Damon's like, hey, can I do another cut? Yeah, we're all just take up our time. We're all right. just waiting on you. You know, waste everybody's time. Tom Hanks talks about it too, because yeah. like, he's uh, I think been in one or two of his solely for sure. I thought there was another one he did that Eastwood directed. But Tom Hanks talks about it too. Yeah, it's like you know he's just so soft spoken. Like other directors, you know, action cut. Yeah. And he says Clint Eastwood's like, yeah, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he talks all right. About go cut. ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he does too. Like, yeah. and that man tells you that's enough. You, you shut up and yeah. you move on. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. And, and okay, we'll talk about this a little bit when we get into uh, talk about Dark City with the studios, executives, douchebags. Uh, <laughs> give us the money and then get out of here. That's what I want to tell these Pretty executives. Much. Uh, Eastwood has been exclusive to Warner Brothers for like almost years. his whole career. So yeah. he came up with this movie. This movie he wants to do is his final film. And he went to Warner Brothers. And the executive of Warner Brothers didn't greenlight it right away. Didn't greenlight it. Said and and said, well, we don't we don't know anybody anything. Just because it's Eastwood and he's been here all this time, we don't know him anything. Well, finally they came around to greenlighting the movie, no brainer. But this this douchebag executive, okay, schmuck, how old are you? You know, you're gonna tell Eastwood right. that you're not. If Eastwood wants to film a telephone commercial reading a phone book, you're going to do it. Right. Or you can get the hell out. I just couldn't believe the the, the, the hubris of this guy. Well, we don't know anybody, anything. Yeah. He's, okay, well, Eastwood built Warner Brothers probably. You know what I mean? Right. I know anyway, he's had an office. got an office on the lot for a fucking reason, man. And probably, you know what I'm probably a street named after him. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't I've know seen, anybody anything. Okay. Have you seen Ellen, uh, him be on Ellen whenever, you know, she walks over to his office or whatever? I mean, yeah, yeah, he's had his office. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. Right. There's, there's some of that going on with Dark City, but we'll... All right, right one more. One last, more. Last one. Okay. And, and I heard this at the beginning of a podcast I was listening to yesterday, and I just thought it was the funniest thing. I've seen the movie, but I, I guess I remember the line from it. But anyway, <clears throat> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. They live... Yes, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. I would not have yes. got that. I know. I, as soon as you what? started saying, I knew Chris would have. I said, "Well, Chris, oh, I thought you knew it." No, no. I said, oh, "Chris okay. knows this because I've heard it." You've seen the movie because we've watched it. It's a good one. Yeah, a it's couple a good of times. Roddy Piper. It's on my list. It's on my list uh, to, to okay. review. I yeah. like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So Carpenter. Right. It's a Carpenter movie. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, uh-huh. and it has. Um, is it? Just put on the damn glasses. They have a street fight in the. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, doesn't have Kirstie Alley in it. Is she in that one? I don't Her first movie was Wrath of Khan, so if it's before Khan, she wasn't. I think it's after Khan. It says, I don't know if she's in it or not. I hadn't seen it in a long time, but just yeah. they, the fight, one of the best fights ever over some fucking sunglasses. Because yeah. sunglasses allow you to see the aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I guess then, I did see it. And then, yeah. his, and then his line, yeah. yeah, about I'm here to kick ass two bubblegum. I didn't know that's what it was all from. out of bubblegum. Yeah. Oh, I heard that yesterday, awesome. and I started laughing. Nice. But yeah, I remember that movie. I remember watching it on TV years ago. Yeah, they live. Good stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's that. Well, I, 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 I don't know how I can even say I'm an Eastwood fan at this point. I just, you got the character. He just, you know, made yeah. five mil, five movies or whatever. Right, right. All right. Uh, 
Dark City, are we ready for Money Critics fans? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. These numbers are okay. And again, you know, the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing. But uh, I think this has a bigger following than even this maybe represents. Does it? You sure about that? I'm not sure. I want to believe it. I read that it's a like considered a cult classic now. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen people call it the, the thinking man's sci-fi. I don't know. You know, I, It I was know. like this obviously came before the Matrix. Yeah, now there is some. A year before. Yes. You the, can see. Well. It, so it uh, came first. It did come first. It come, but like now, it's like they tried to do it, and then the Matrix did it right or better. Sure. Well, or the, the rooftop chase scene in this, those buildings the are building. the same buildings they sold those to the Matrix set after the movie wrapped. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a, <clears throat> a a studio a set in um in Australia, and so they were both filmed in the same place. Yeah, like parts of the movie. So the buildings in in. Dark City are the buildings in a lot of them are. In what does it say in the, the like Morpheus is hanging out one of those buildings for sure. Yeah. The crow, like the guy, oh, the same, yeah, same guy did. He, he did the crow as well. I was surprised at the movies he did, the crow and and iRobot, which I have, you know. iRobot's all right. It's all right. Yeah. You don't he, like the crow, James? I haven't seen it in forever. No. Well, really, uh, Brandon really, Lee died. He actually yeah, died. Yeah, I really like that. Kind movie. of a bummer. I tried yeah, I watching the, that, and I, I couldn't. I like the graphic novel that too. iRobot mm. is no, not a robot. I was thinking of what's the movie with Will Smith with the zombies? What? I am legend. legend. I am legend. Okay. I am legend is sort of remake of the Charlton Heston film mm-hmm. Omega Man, which is based on a <laughs> book. Anyway, yeah, Richard Matheson's I am legend. Yeah, but I was surprised that because I hadn't heard of Prize, and I but then I looked at some of his movies. I like, oh, that one. I've seen that one. Okay, did the the Knowing with Cage, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'd seen that one too. I, I, would, I didn't like that one. I, I, I wasn't Jessica Biel in that one too, or <laughs> probably. Yeah, How could you not like it with Jessica Biel? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's smoking hot in that one. Anyway. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Dark City, which is... Uh, Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> 75% of critics gave it three and a half stars and 85% of the fans. That's 85 is approaching what I think it deserves. 75, eh, I don't know. They probably... Well, I don't know why critics didn't like it as much as fans. And But over its life, I think it has maybe even higher numbers than that. Hmm. Uh, that I want to believe that. I don't know if that's true. Uh, it has a budget of $27 million, uh, and domestic it made $14 million, international it made $12 million, so it cost $27 million. It made $27 million for a total gross of $316. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which surprised me. Uh, Alex Proyas is known to have... Cause I, so I started looking at this, and there's a website called Bomb Report, which I guess does movies that bombed at the box office. I found that looking this up, and but I did pull this quote from Alex Proyas, and uh, you can sense some of his frustration. It was a box office disaster. It wasn't marketed well, and it just completely fell through the cracks. And that's probably exactly what happened. Well, it seemed like they trimmed it and cut it, and yeah. then it was confusing, and then they added the well, they thought it was confusing. And yes, uh, the late great Roger Ebert. He's he's actually got a commentary on the Blu-ray. Okay, and. Uh, took part in a frame-by-frame analysis. And when I say a frame-by-frame, for artistic reasons and everything, he was part of a panel that took this movie and advanced it frame-by-frame and analyzed the artwork, the background, cinematography. that take? Oh, my God, I don't know. I can't imagine. Um, And he provided commentary on the Blu-ray. He is a fan of this movie. 
Now, the director's cut eliminates this opening mon monologue, which I think is entirely the correct call. Because it's been a long time since I've seen it. And when that opening monologue kicked in, I'm like, what the hell is, why are you telling yeah, us all this? Yeah, he lays it all out. And yeah, it basically it's laid says, out later, too. Yeah, this is a... Yes, uh, two times. Yeah, it's an alien colony. And yes. Well, it's like, okay, well, let's take yeah, all the, the mystery out of it. Yeah, yes, exactly. Take, exactly. The reveal of seeing the dude, uh, yep. the one, get his head cracked open and the thing come out. Seeing that visual and that being the reveal that there's something not right yes. here is is way cooler than it, him saying it I is called him the strangers and yeah yes it is very much a film noir which is probably one of the reasons you know we talk about why you picked this I am a huge fan of noir I love Marlowe I love Chandler all that stuff mm -hmm. and this starts out as a very very much a hard boiled film noir piece yeah. okay dark all the time and mystery and but then you totally gut it with this monologue now. The monologue was a last-minute addition at the assistance of New Line Cinema, sure. who were concerned that the audience wouldn't get it. Okay, that's always the deal with the producers, yes. you know. Yes. They're, oh, the audience is—they're uh, dumb. They're not going to get it. They're, well, you know, uh, they, let me say, I had to turn on the captions because I couldn't get it. <laughs> I couldn't understand what. Well, it was you kept falling asleep. You can't keep falling asleep and expect to, to get the. Well, like well, I they, said, they said sleep. Yeah, so I sleep now. Yeah, sleep now. <laughs> Captions on at all times in my house. Oh, my gosh. Sure. I, had I can't hear without my I captions. I watched it with captions as well, but that's just because I was Stacy was sleeping. I didn't want to wake her up. Right. But, so I turned down a little bit and watched it. Because uh, uh, um, Blade Runner does this. I think the, the voiceovers by Harrison Ford and Blade Runner are, are not informative. They're gratuitous, and they're just a nuisance. So there's actually a cut where I guess you don't have them. Like know, there's like four cuts of Blade the Runner. Directors I think there's cut. five, sir. Five. Yeah. yeah, I got the box with all five in there, and I watch it like once a millennium. You know, whatever. Uh, anyway, so we can look at this this prologue and the information we get. It'll help set things up. But it, if if you have not seen this movie, stop now and go watch it. But do not watch the theatrical release. It's there is one bit of the the voiceover at the beginning that I do like, and I think it's towards the end of his his voiceover. And he um and I guess again from watching the movie, you you, you would get this, but I guess I like the line where he's talking about. Um, I'm betraying my own country. Yeah, yeah, right. I like that line. Yeah, I as far too. as explaining all the shit that we see later on, and I think a lot of movies do this. Um, a lot of movies that have either a a voiceover or some sort of you know explaining shit. Yeah, like it annoys me because we see it again later on. Yes. Like they explain it to us, and then we have to sit there and be bored out of our minds or go to the bathroom. Why you know one of the characters gets the same shit? Well, on the way, yeah. well, if you're gonna explain it twice, then take it away from the front. Yes, like the the whole producer's argument of oh they gotta get it. It's fucking in there. Like all this stuff. That's exactly well, what I would have said it, if I was this guy arguing. You know. Well, well, the stuff that he you have me write in here. He uh, it must have been in his contract that he got a cut, right? And you, to have a director's cut, it has to be they have to agree to it or whatever. But yeah. It's this idea of letting the audience discover along the way what's right. You want to put the audience right in the middle of it and let them be confused for a while and then piece it yeah. together. They're now they're invested. You just tell everybody everything. Right. Yeah. And that was the thing is he tells you that they're, he tells you in the monologue that they're switching places yeah. and they're doing it every day. So when, uh, John Murdoch wakes up in a bathtub yeah. And he can't remember anything. Well, okay, well, we're well, just watching an experiment. I'm not invested in his story. I'm not invested right. in the murder. Whereas if, exactly. Yeah. Whereas if you were with this guy, not knowing what he doesn't know, and you're stumbling along in the dark with him, and yeah. as he's piecing it together, you're piecing it That's, that's, yeah. yeah. You know, so this, I have this whole paragraph where I think it's entirely superfluous. In the prologue, we learn the following things. There is an alien race as old as time itself. 
They possessed the power to alter physical reality through willpower alone they called the tuning. Their civilization was in decline and their race was dying out. They left their home world in search of a cure for their mortality, which brought them to Earth. They are a hive mind species and speculated that the cure that they sought could be found in the individual nature of humanity. They abducted a significant portion of humanity, transported them to a massive construct resembling a human city and harvested their individual memories where they could conduct experiments on them. These experiments involve moving these harvested memories around from person to person and observing how they act and react. Having harvested these memories, the human subjects have no actual memories of how they got there, where they came from, or who, who they truly are or were. One human is allowed knowledge of this, Dr. Schraber, who confesses he betrayed his own kind. Uh, we're gonna, I gotta do my beats music in a minute, but Wait. that, we're gonna not. What you just read, that was the blurb or that was the voiceover? That's the voiceover. That's the information exactly. that you get in the voiceover. Yeah, I listed it. Yeah, he tells you the whole fucking movie. The whole fucking thing. Hmm. And some executive at New Line was like, oh, I, I don't think they're going to get it, man. Well, maybe he kept falling asleep, man. And then when he, every time he tried to stream the movie, <laughs> maybe. You know, sleep now. <sighs> Jim. Yeah, <laughs> damn it, Jim. Anyway. And I slept through these parts, so just go ahead and cut those out. Well, so, you know, it's like, it seemed like. It's, it's like the big metal spider in uh, Wild Wild West. Oh, I, I want a spider, man. Put, put the big metal spider in there. Why? Well, I like spider. Don't, don't you think that'd be cool? Okay. <laughs> anyway. You're paying for it. Whatever. Yeah. Because right. that was part of, it was supposed to be part of some other movie that executive wanted, and he didn't get it, and now he's stuck it in Wild Wild West, right? And that's the story. Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Yep. I think so. Yes, it definitely story. felt out of place. That makes sense now. Yes, yeah. I yeah. forget which movie it was supposed to be. Man. Yeah, I don't either. I don't remember either. If you know the fans out there, yeah. let us know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do let's do the beats because I don't even want to include this prologue as a beat, but that, there is this prologue. Watch the director's cut. Don't trust the artist, not the executive. Anyway, let's do the beats. All right. Now, I guess what I read, um, just on that prologue, and I guess versus the director's cut. So he takes the um, the voiceover out, right? When I agree with you, that needs Locked to go. It off, yeah, right. that needs to go. But also, uh, it's my understanding that with the director's cut, you lose the kind of the hook because the first scene is everybody falling asleep at midnight. Like whether you're behind the wheel of a car, it's not or it's not Murdoch in the tub. I haven't watched the director's cut in a long time, and I no, didn't. I haven't watch seen it. it. This is just what I read. But they said you lose that. You no, know, the first because the way the version we watched, it's you have the the voiceover right, yeah. and you see Keith Sutherland. I guess you know look at his watch or whatever. Yes, and then you see the whole city go to sleep. Right, and whether you're behind the wheel or you're getting a haircut, oh, yeah, no matter yeah. what you're doing, you're going to sleep, talking. And on then the, phone. the credits roll, and then you start. Yeah, yeah. So, so without the voiceover, you would just see that. And, and I and I agree. Either way, it's a it's an interesting hook. Well, um, I think that all happens, and so then the, the opening credits roll of, of Dark yes, City. Yeah. In the director's cut, you lose all of that. Yes. And okay. so the movie should open with Murdoch in the tub, yes? Yeah. Oh, you like that better? Oh, yeah. Just, if, oh, you, I like everybody just falling asleep. Just Because so if you remove the voiceover, then you're like, what the fuck? Why is everybody going to sleep? Like, I'm hooked. I think it's... No, I, think, I, I think all that... But I, I'd have to... I'm almost positive that after the Dark City, you know, the music rising, right. fade to black, and then it comes up and Murdoch's in the tub. Yes. Uh, would you say, though, in this kind of mystery, having something that happens outside of the main character's orbit, like you know what's going on more than the main character knows what's going Dude, on, yeah. in a mystery like that, like a murder mystery yeah. that turns into something else, I, wouldn't it be preferential for the viewer not to have that information of yes. what's going on until the main character I, I, I think so. Yes, because if you're ahead, as the audience, if you're ahead of the character in a murder mystery, you're like, oh my God, why isn't this guy catching Yeah, why isn't he? Yeah. So you see the doctor check his watch, everybody fall asleep, and then you see Rufus Sewell, the, whatever the character's John name is. John Murdoch, yeah. John Murdoch wake up in the tub. 
like we should be waking up with. Well, I think I think Proyas and the writer had to have imagined we're going to lead the audience one way and then we're going to pull the rug from their feet. This guy wakes up in a tub, film noir, mystery, blah, blah, blah. In a few minutes, we're going to pull the rug out from under their feet when they see an alien. Now anything can happen. And that's, you yeah. know, a rug pull or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that is gutted, I think. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I just, I, I guess I like the hook of just the, sure. it's just the, the images are really, really cool. All these people falling, falling asleep, you know, like, could you, I mean, they're collapsing yes, on the yeah, sidewalk no, I, and then inside shops and the, behind the wheel of the cars and just all the cars come to a stop. It's yeah, it's how soon you want to reveal that this is not straight up murder mystery because. Oh, I got you. Yeah, if you just right. start with, yeah, okay. Yeah, so right. it's, it's, but yeah, both, yeah, both are artistic choices that I would be in favor of. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it starts very yeah. Sam Spade, Philip Marlowe, yes. Marlowe, and then right. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, very dark room. That light swinging and everything is, you know, it's never. When was the last time you remember doing something during the day? You know, how did right. I? Anyway, yeah. Um, so that anyway, I think we're all in. Did you guys say what kind of movie this was? Was it? Oh, due no, we to didn't. the problem genre, uh, or is it Monster in the House? Uh, <laughs> I think it's neither. Yeah, I I think I have it down here. I think it's superhero. What did I? I wrote it down. Did, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I, I did not pick that. I looked at it. Let me see. Hold <laughs> that on. That makes total sense because there at the end, I was like, is this a Superman movie? Well, well, back to the Matrix. Does, uh, back to the Matrix, Matrix thing. Yeah. Okay, so all right. He's Neo saving humanity, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because he's the I, only I, one I, that can tune. I right? looked. Yes, his his special powers definitely would lead you that way. I think I almost have to because it says the for just for like a shit. Yeah, go ahead. A superhero says the hero of your tale must have a special power, even if it's just a mission to be great or do good. Yeah. Uh, number two, the hero must be opposed by a nemesis of equal or greater force. Who's the self-made correct. version of the hero. Yep. And then three, there must be a curse for the hero uh, that he either surmounts or succumbs to as the price. for. I think all is. three are solid. Yes, yeah. right there. So what do you have? I, because I was thinking to do the problem initially or, or even why done it, but I, I looked at why done it, um, but we're given why the first <laughs> right. yeah, five the minutes. First seconds, yeah. Yeah. I Way have, to go, Kiefer. I have institutionalized Ooh. a group yeah, yeah, yeah. of humanity, three? a choice, uh, burn it down, suicide or sacrifice. Uh, and uh, yeah, a group, a group, a choice and a sacrifice. And so for that, I have a group, humanity, a choice, burn it down, join or suicide because uh Walensky will choose suicide mm. uh and uh i think i think uh Bumstead, the detective becomes the sacrifice he dies mm-hmm. at the end and murdoch burns it down and remakes it by turning it to the sun just turning that's it to literally the sun. what i said oh, you know spoiler alert we're not there yet but yeah at the end when it turns it's like and he just cooked everybody <laughs> like sure. as you turn to the sun well, from they're, they're, the darkness of space to the sun well they're, they're, there appears to be some force field around it because when Murdoch when Mur- when Bombstead goes out he's floating and but you can see yeah, him he, he goes through something you can see and, him and something cold in the water once he fills the water yes and, yeah. and but you can see him go through some kind of field surrounding to provide air and this kind of thing right. yeah. but James is absolutely correct <laughs> Unshield, from, just sizzle from sun to no sun. No matter what you are, is cooking. And I could, I, I would have to assume that he's going to rotate that where there are now day and night. I, you know, and then he's going to have flat earthers on there saying that this place <laughs> is flat. No, it's round. Oh, it's, uh, oh, yes, that's all true. Three months later, uh, everyone died of skin cancer. That's right. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think yeah, so so it's, it's finally a sacrifice, right? You said uh, must be made, leading to one of three endings: join, burn it down, or commit suicide. So, which ending did he do then? Because he, he didn't. He burned it down. He burned it down. 
because he burned he, down oh, the institution. Mm-hmm. Made his own though. Okay, all right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the sacrifice I want to say is is Bumstead because he dies, but uh, who's the company man? Just the the guys, the the strangers, Mister Hand. Who's Mr. the what? Mister Hand was like for the, the main second guy. one on uninstitutionalized. It's because uh, it's his nemesis. His nemesis choice. Nemesis has got to be a uh, a company man. It says right because that's the institution that you're burning down or joining yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, that yes. Would the, be the aliens are the institution. the institution. Okay, but Mr. Hand is like the main villain yeah, of Mr. the Book. institution. Mr. Book, yeah. Well, both, yeah. Mr. Book's, Hand is uh, the guy that's chasing him the whole time. Yeah, 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 whole yeah, yeah and yeah. he's what Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, oh, actor. I believe that's yeah. Good. He's the actor. All right. of that yeah, interesting. Anyway, so yeah, I didn't think about that one. That's that's interesting. But but the superhero is rock solid. So. Well, I thought it was dude with a problem because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, no, no. The, the, <laughs> uh, dude with a problem is almost always right because any hero in a story who is, has a problem. Absolute 100%. Right. It, it's always the, the, the de facto, right? The, but, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but the fact that all three of us can can support what we're saying, I think, uh, that, and some of that you get with sci-fi and I don't want to say artistic films because I don't think it's that highfalutin. I think it, anybody, it's accessible to anybody, but I think it does bear thoughtful analysis. And so at that point, I think you can have two or three genres and, and be right. Right. Um, I do. I, I'll call it. I, I think it was a not my cup of tea. Yeah, movie. Sure, right. <laughs> nice. well, it's a whole nice. different kind of category. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that was, Sace feels the same way. <laughs> so she told the trailer and she goes, nope. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel that way about you know any musical, any musical. out there. I'm like, nope. <laughs> any word, any movie with the word steel or magnolias in it, I probably you know. <laughs> or fried and green and tomatoes. <laughs> right. Bed of roses. Oh God, crying sister circle. Anyway, opening image. I thought this was. I thought this was could. At some point in some stories, you could say, okay, the writer is thinking, okay, yeah. and and lining stuff up. Opening image, Murdoch. Naked, confused, alone, unsteady, out of his element. I say symbolized brilliantly by this fish out of water image, which immediately follows. He yep. out of the bathtub, yep. the fish out of the bowl. I thought, man, yep. Yep. way to instill confidence in me and the audience that we are in capable hands. To the point where Murdoch is is unsteady, is is flopping around, is gasping. Right. Same as, the, I mean, it's a Just mirror like image fish, in that yeah. fish, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he even has a save the cat moment when he puts the fish yes. you know, in the cover. That's what or the detective says is, you know, what kind of person stop, what kind of murderer stops yeah. to pick up a fish? fish. Yes. Yeah. Save a fish. Uh, we are given foreshadowing here, and, and maybe I make more of this than needs to be, but he, he helps the fish into the water. He will help his fellow humans have a future by turning water all around Dark City and creating Shell Beach, almost putting humanity back in their bowl. Kind of thing, yeah. Because uh, he's these beings have an, have an aversion, aversion to water or phobia. Yes. You could say is what he says yeah. later yeah. on. All this uh, moisture, yes. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> yes. The night was moist. Um, <laughs> and it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, yeah. I definitely noticed that. And he's the obviously they couldn't show everybody doing everything, but I feel like he's the only one in water too. Out of all the people that are falling asleep and doing their different. Yes. You know, daily activities. He's the one in water. He's the one that's different. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe out of all these experiences, I, I just thought of this. Maybe out of all of the the tests that they've been doing on these individuals, he's the only one that at midnight he was in water. And yeah. for some reason that gave him yeah, the power. Could be. 
Maybe Cause he, cause like he, the first time they did it because they can move him around, right? They're, theoretically, yeah, they're he would be and just in this experiment. He getting, he's getting a haircut, and the haircut guys get in the water, right, right. in the tub yeah. at some point, right? If they move, and yeah. that, that was always confusing me. Does they move everybody, or just some people? I, you know, I think it's people. just some. They select different people, like a handful at yeah. a time. Yeah, because not everybody in this. Like Bumpstead has probably been a detective for a long time. Yeah, yeah, but he can't remember. Well, none of them can remember. I don't. We don't. We're not given indication that he was ever. Someone ever makes a reference else? that. Somebody you could wake up being anything, even a detective. So there is some indication that Bumpstead may have been something else, something yeah. else at one point. But I think it's been a while since he's been manipulated for experimentation or whatever. Sure. Uh, he has fa- fragmented memories of Shell Beach, and I I didn't really think of it till this viewing. This whole idea of Shell Beach, uh, and so I wrote Shell to me means shell game. So mm-hmm. for fun and giggles, Shell game, a game involving sleight of hand in which three inverted cups or nutshells are moved about. And con- contestants must spot which is the one with the P or other object contained in. So I think Shell Beach is intentional because they are playing a shell game with people's memories, with people's lives, and nobody. And, and at some point, he will get on a subway and try to find Shell Beach. Oh, you need the express line as he's watching. So he's Shell Beach is the marble he's looking for, which is the key to his memories. Mm, yeah. and it's being swapped all around. Shell Beach, Shell Game, I thought... If they no, didn't do that, yeah, even the people yeah. and their memories and everything is a shell game. Yes, people in their proximity. Yeah, they're moved. Yeah. They're physically yeah. moving around like a, like the. That's, that's no, that's good. good yeah, time. I think you're on yeah. something. So I thought that was cool. Uh, this is still in the setup, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Schraber calls him, says he wants to help him, but he must flee to avoid capture. So immediately, this is where I thought if they would just done this, it's it's pretty good because now the audience yeah. is playing catch up, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Um. There are actually two factions pursuing him, the strangers, because the imprint was ineffectual, and Bumpstead and Law, because he is now a suspect in the Hooker murders. They show it later on, but just um, just re- uh, real quick, during the, I guess the prologue, when everybody, the city goes to sleep, yeah. uh, they show a movie theater, and it says, now showing the evil. The evil, yes. Coming soon, Book of Dreams. Yeah. Um, and they they call that later or whatever, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I looked at that, and I wanted to try to make something of that. Because it's, it's about sleeping and waking and dreams. And, yes. Right. Yeah. Very cool. But now I don't know why. Maybe it means nothing. But because at the very end, she's working at the theater and Book of Dreams is playing. Yeah. Also. But yeah. in the first time you see Book of Dreams, the O is missing. It's B missing OK of dreams. And in the in the remade universe, it's all pristine. And it's Book of Dreams. I don't think that means anything. I couldn't tell you what. Why, but, but, yeah, right, yeah, and, and I, Maybe I, it was just something amiss, yes. in this place. I, oh, I, got, I gotta say something, yeah. <clears throat> if you do watch this movie, please make sure you are awake because I just realized that when I was falling in and out of sleep, <laughs> it, it, it becomes a lot more confusing. Oh, sure. I, I fell asleep <laughs> when the man at the desk was saying, You need to, your wallet's, oh, yeah, such yeah, a, yeah. cash on the barrel head, yeah. yeah. And then I wake up, and it's and another guy. It's another guy, and I'm like, I think I just. Well, you 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 were like meta on this movie because you were, right. you were, <laughs> your memories were like you're being shell games on that. Okay. So maybe you should watch it. Go to sleep every 20 minutes and wake up, and you, and you'll have a whole different experience. Right. It, 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 it was. Oh my gosh. Having the okay. trench coat stranger guys show up, sure he's like, ah, these guys make me so so sleepy. Sleepy. <laughs> Well, when they were flying, yeah. I was really creeped out. Sure. I, I woke up a little bit more with that. I was like, oh, that, I don't like that. <laughs> yes. Um, <coughs> early on, we, have, we do have some powerful symbols. Another powerful symbol is given Schraber's rat in the maze, coupled with the statement that Murdoch is in search of himself. This, I think this 
I don't think I know, this parallels the storming of the castle scene at the end. So this rat is running around in the cage as an experiment. At the very end, they are moving through the alleyways and channels of the outer walls of Dark City mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and come up to a dead end. Uh, the, that, that maze they're going through, I think, parallels the rat in the maze. So you're given the idea, shell game, Every all these humans are rats in the maze, they're contestants, and Walensky will say there's no way out, no way out. You know, right. I found a way, and then he commits suicide or whatever. Um, we are introduced to Inspector Bumstead. Uh, he, he says something that's kind of telling, when the cop says, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, uh, Inspector. I just take what they give me, which is absolutely true. Right. Everybody is just taking what they're given because they don't know. And then he shows him, uh, your shoelaces are untied. Yes, sir. So even in his small introduction is... He's very methodical and observant. Yeah. He's going to catch yes. whatever's going now, on. Uh, if you notice, at the end of the movie, his, uh, his shoes Bumstead shoes untied. He's yeah. not... Nec- at that point, he is off the rails and, and out of his zone mm-hmm. and... Right. Is unsure of what is going on. So I thought that was very cool from shoelace to shoelace. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Schraber will say he's in search of himself, trying to trying to track Murdoch through his wife. Uh, Murdoch says, uh, okay, so uh, yes, Schraber will say he's in search of himself. This parallels storming the castle. From the rat in the maze symbol, we move it directly. So, you, so the, the scene ends with the rat scurrying around the cage. Very next cut is Murdoch pacing up and down the street trying to get his name. And at some point, he actually says John Murdoch, but of course, it doesn't register. Right. Yeah, he's trying to feel like, oh yeah, my my mouth yeah, has Jack, said that before. Yeah, yeah, Jack Murdoch, pleased to meet you, Jake. How you doing? You know, trying right. to because he's got this Jay now, Murdoch. Jay Murdoch. Murdoch. You see the the dead hooker in the apartment that he wakes up in, and that's it, he, that's already happened, right? And he, he yeah, she has yes, the please. swirls all over him, and yes, he's running yes. yeah. again, a symbol of the maze. But yeah, uh, we learn later that that little kid, I can't remember what his name was, Mister Somebody, but. Psychotic. He's he, yeah. He was the crazy Calvin. Kill him. Yeah. Bites, yeah. yeah. Creepy. Well. Yeah. Little bastard. Uh, so yeah. So uh, uh, Schreiber says that he is in search of himself in the maze. Cut to Murdoch. He's pacing and he says something when the street cleaner is looking at him like he's weird. I got to get a grip on myself. So there is this very much parallel of he's searching for himself and Murdoch is admitting this. I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. get a grip on myself. I didn't catch that. Yeah. yeah. Um. We introduced the Bumstead. I just think with the Gideon Murdoch, maybe... Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so the movie is moving along two tracks. The strangers are seeking him, and, and so is law enforcement for these murders. Um, now, I, I forgot this happened. We, I, I, cause the, as far as Murdoch being able to tune, I thought it came much later, but he's looking for his wallet, and he tunes and breaks that automat flipper to get his wallet. Yeah, the coin-operated yeah. food vending, because I didn't know what an automat was. Apparently, I, it's a food vending. Yeah, you put like a carrot and a cake in there, and you put a quarter and in the weird, The weird part is, I know, like in the trivia or whatever, but they made the the era, I guess you'd say. You couldn't tell if it was the 1930s, well, 1940s, 1950s. Well, they talk so. about that in the movie later on. Yeah. They, yeah. they pulled so, it from everybody's Memories. From different times. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that when he went to that auto, I was like, I've never seen one of those places where they put food up, you put the coin operated thing in, lift the door. Yeah. And the cops look like they're from the 30s or 40s. Yeah. Those, you know, they're not. It is kind of weird. Like, I just don't, about it. I don't mean to put coals, but like, why would the guy put his, his wallet behind? So I have all your money. It's right here in your wallet. And yeah. I'm going to put it behind this thing that you need money to access. Yeah. I, I think this guy is. 
<laughs> His job is to push, put the food yeah, in here's, the thing. Here's your wallet. And then and he's moving he's on to sandwiches he's, and Yeah, he's not interested in, when was I here when you left your wallet? When did I leave my wallet? Last time you were here. here. He doesn't yeah. want to be bothered. Right. Well, you that's know, the thing. So, yeah, after that, I, I'm guessing I'm putting the, the pieces together. It's like when they did that midnight shift, yeah. whatever guy they put in there, they implanted the memories. Sure, yeah. This guy left his wallet. Here's the wallet that he left. Yeah, he probably doesn't remember He's when he... He's going to come back looking for it. And, yeah. and doesn't want to take the time to try to explain Because it. they're trying to set him up with these memories, with everything, as a murderer. They're yes. going to investigate yes. a murderer type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And once I was like, oh... Okay. Yeah, because they want to give him the memories of a murderer and see if he becomes and a murderer. put him in the yes. position yeah. to be murderer. And, and, and he will say... We'll get to this, but he'll say when he is trying to track down who he is, he goes, he finally gets his wallet and gets his address and he goes, and I have a wife, you know, if, if this is where I'm supposed to live, if you're supposed to be my wife, supposed to be my wife, you know, so she's more sure at that point. Right. Um, he says uh, something to the effect of, I don't know who I am, uh, but uh, I didn't kill that girl and I know I'm not a murderer or something. So mm-hmm. he doesn't know who he is, but he knows he's not that kind of thing. Because right. he says, I went there to see if I could do that, and I couldn't. Yeah, I test myself. I don't know who I am, but that's not me. Yeah, because right after the, at, the, at the automat, some cops stop him and harass him a little bit, and then the, the girl shows up, and yes. the hooker, and he Takes goes back, yeah. yeah, he goes with her. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, there's a, there's a killer around. Yeah, you don't look like a killer. Right, as she's right. getting undressed, ready yes. for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are introduced to Walensky. Now, this is not necessarily a horror, but he is, he's got to be a half-man, yes? Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a half-man. Yeah. I, I find well, now that I know what a half man is, yes. you're like you're, every time. Yeah, oh, this guy! Every and somebody pointed out, and it's absolutely true. Everything Walensky says is 100 percent true. Mm-hmm. Now he, he may be crazy, but it's probably because he's he realizes what's going on. Yeah, but he definitely seems crazy because he's saying all this crazy shit that nobody else believes. What I didn't get is why weren't the strangers hunting him down? Why hadn't they taken care of him? Like why well, are they letting him just run around rant and stuff? Because nobody... I don't think he can tune. So yeah, he's, yeah, he can't tune. Yeah, so he's harmless because because at, at Cause some nobody point nobody believes him. Like if people yeah, started taking stock, him. and if he was on the corner preaching and people were listening, then they would uh, take care of him. Yeah, but okay. nobody is, and and yeah. and they'll say occasionally this happens, and we find them wandering around like children. Oh yeah, they do they, say that. They say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But this one yeah, can, can tune, tune, and that's that's sort of raised the bar on. Yeah, so they thought he would just be another guy. Yeah, yeah. which they probably would, yeah right. Okay, chase uh, him down, put the memories in his head, and continue the experiment. Yes. That's that's what they want to do, and but now they figure they have a bigger problem. Uh, that's the setup. The strangers encounter him, and he escapes via his newfound abilities. He encounters Bumpstead, and with the aid of Emma, escapes, saying, "Who's going to listen to him?" Yeah, so he he he's trying to track this down. When he comes out, Bumpstead is there waiting for him, and you know he says something telling, "Who's going to listen to a madman?" The yeah. debate. So I, I'm having this as the debate. The debate seems to be, "Who am I? Am I mad? Am I a killer? Am I a husband? Do these roles make me who I am? These memories?" Because he's trying to figure out. Oh, yeah. I have these memories, but is that who I am? No, that's not me. Yeah. You're supposed to be my wife if you are, but is am I? Am you know? So so that seems to be what he's debating. Yeah, I mean, which I I in a way, is, I guess his callous could almost be from the very get go. Like it's it's amnesia. I don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah, know? yeah, that's true because I don't know who I am, and oh shit, they think I'm a murderer too. Yes, um, I don't know that I'm not a murderer. I don't think I am. Yeah, but, because in that yeah. sense, the movie starts with the. Like the movie starts with the catalyst. He gets the call. The, a catalyst is usually the call to adventure. And I like when it's a physical phone call. And I think that's, that happens within the first couple yeah. of seconds. Yeah, so uh, Sri recalling him. Yeah. 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 So that's probably, maybe that's why I didn't see one here because yeah, I was he, looking for one later, but yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. And so he spends a lot of time debating. His ordinary world's hang, sleeping in the bathtub. Yes. His, old, his ordinary his world's amnesia. asleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that is true. That is good. Uh, 
All right, so the debate continues. Bumstead, I guess Bumstead, um, yeah, Walensky was maybe in charge of this case, but became completely unhinged and was put off the case. And so Bumstead goes to Walensky to get his files. He finds his office and he says, what I do deserve this or mm. whatever, because everything is in chaos. So he goes to, uh, Bumstead goes to Walensky, who's, who seems obsessed and uh, uh, insane. And again, this reference to the maze, I'm riding the city in circles and there's no way out. The rat in the maze uh, discovers there's no way out. That's not, that's not my wife. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. Yeah, absolutely. And everything, but that's all true. Uh, but, he, you know, right. Bumstead further visits Schraber and questions him. So he's following clues. The doctor's card is dropped uh, that he picks up when Murdoch has fled. Uh, so this is, I think, the form of the debate. Who am I? What are these memories? Uh, that's not me. Uh, still trying to solve the mystery. And now, originally I had a break into too much earlier in this and I checked the time and I'm like, no, that can't be it. And so I pushed it back. Um, what did you have as your break into two? I had it when he runs away from Brumstead out after talking to the wife outside the apartment. Yeah. Right? Cause I guess in my head I was thinking, okay, uh, they think I'm a murderer. I'm, I'm running, but also felt like a good kind of, you know, possible if it's later is when, uh, Schraber comes to him and tells him, you know, a little bit about his power and stuff. Cause he uses it to tune and, and push yeah. Schraber across the, he's like, and, cause that's what I, I guess I feel like that's the first mention of, you know, you can use the, I can teach you to use these powers. You can, you can save them or whatever. We got to have time. Like he starts talking about that. Yeah, at yeah, that yeah. point. Uh, um, more than just figure out who you are and, you know, and whether you're a murderer or not. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I guess I was trying to figure out, is that just running games or is that break? Yeah. You know? Cause I pause when, when I initially had pegged my fun and games, I checked the time and I'm like, no, that can't be, that's, that's too early. And so then I watched a little bit more and I pegged another one break into two. And it's about 35 minutes. I said, okay, that seems about right. What'd you have? Uh, the upside down world of the second act is literally the world turned upside down as the time of the next tuning arrives. All go to yeah. sleep except for Murdoch, Murdoch, who walks screaming through the city for everyone to wake up. And, and so this, at this point, he actually takes, at this point, he's been questioning, debating, trying to figure out. But at this point, he takes affirmative action by going and threatening and insult, uh, actually assaulting Schraber what's going on? Tell me what's going on. And he uses his tuning and throws him across the street. Yeah. Um, and that's about 35 minutes. I said, well, that seems more right. You know, to me. I, I, th I think it is right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I had, I had some of that, like witnessing, waking up, uh, wake up, witnessing the, the tuning as part of the, uh, if you'd already broken into as part of the funny games, but that's still, yeah. Especially if the movie's done right and you remove the prologue, that's the first time we see that. That's still set up. That's yes. still explaining what the fuck's going on in yes. this yeah. weird world. So Yeah, I thought myself, like as soon as it hit midnight and the clock started twisting in the whole city, yeah. I was like, okay, we're in the second yeah. act now. It's turning into the upside down world. Yeah. 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 Um, now, I did have a problem with the B story. Is it either Emma or Schraber? Who do you... Uh, I think Emma's the love interest, but Schraber's the one that... Brings him around. That's what I, have, yeah. I thought it was Schraber, okay. and that's that's the weird part I was going to bring up is that the 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 dialogue and the prologue of Kiefer Sutherland telling you what's going on, yeah, and then it turns out that he's just a B character, like he's the B story. Yeah, that that bugged me. I'm like, why are you having a B story? Yeah. character. Right. You, th you thought it should have been the main on. guy. Yeah, it should have been the main. Like, I woke up in a bathtub and I don't like, know what's going on. Typical nor stuff. Yeah, yes, the main exactly. guy narrating it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that that's again speaks to it being tacked on at the end. Uh -huh. Yeah. Hey, Kiefer, here's an extra five hundred bucks. Do you mind? Uh, yeah, come on in and he's like, it's five hundred bucks a word. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so at that point, I'm I'm in the cadence funny. was very yeah. weird in the movie. Uh. 
Yeah, halting and, and yeah. I mean, obviously on purpose, but yeah. Well, yeah. I liked how it, you know, it. And he's uh, limping in his eye. I guess because they the reveal his ass at the, at the beginning. End. Yeah, yeah the reveal at the end shows that he had to do all that. Yeah, he was bad shape. Yeah, they'd beat him up. Yeah, yeah. He resisted and lost. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we're into fun games. So he's kind of a half man too. Yeah. Yes, I, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, the strangers imp- so I guess now we're into the fun and games the strangers imprint one of their own to track Murdoch Murdoch tracks Carl Harris this has never worked before yes the sender of the postcard plays the shell game of shell beach he ride in the subway can't seem to get on the right subway you want the express everybody knows everybody knows where everybody's been to shell beach but nobody can tell them right yeah you just uh, you go jeez uh, 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 is it over the bridge or is it uh, right. west on nobody can find it uh, Walensky meets Murdoch and tells him about the shell game. And, he, you know, he actually, he, he, everything he said, like I said, every time he talks, it's all true. Uh, tells him about the shell game being played and offers his own solution to the puzzle. Jumps in front of the, so his only way out was to kill himself. Yeah. Which yeah. at that point, uh, and that's why I started thinking institutionally. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to say. That's and it never, it never explained how they deal with death there. Like, uh, can they just take his body and re? Well, um, back together and put a new brain in. Uh, one of the aliens says, "We use your we use your dead as vessels." Yeah, so, so that yeah. little blue thing that comes out of the guy's head—that's what they really look like. So yeah, he that guy that would have been kind of cool to see. Valinsky is one of them later on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that would have been good. No. So apparently, these bodies are dead people that they've. So that means a little gig got hit by a car or something. Well, or like but they're always whatever, they're always know? whipping out these knives like they're gonna stab him. It's like, okay, well, you're all stuck here. We could just reprogram you. Why yeah. are we gonna kill? Why are we gonna stab you? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I I think it was menacing. I mean, sure, it, it definitely is menacing, and we don't know what's going on. Sure, but, but now if that they you can do. tune. You know, anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you need the knives for when you can right. tune? Yeah. Uh, now midpoint, I have as a false defeat. Is that what you had? What do you have as your Oh, no, I had false false victory. Okay. On his quest for answers, he visits Carl. And and, and and I guess this is something I don't understand. Early on, he finds the brief, the suitcase that says KH. And that's, he immediately throws it away. Yeah, why does he do one. that? Yeah. What what's I, I, I didn't understand that. I never either. did get that. Anyway, Carl Harris, I guess, what is his grandfather or his uncle? Uncle. 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 Mm, wait, hold on. He finds that in the... Motel in the motel with the dead hooker. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. he thinks, and he doesn't know who he is. Maybe he thinks that's me. This is evidence of oh, who yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. Let me get rid of this shit. Yeah, that could be. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. But was that part of his? Pa- no, that was part of his new future life. Like they were setting up K- could be, KH. Yeah. Like here's his briefcase. Here's this thing. He's KH is going to now. Be he's going to be Carl Hart. You know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, that could be yeah. too. All right. Yeah, because so we'll- he he knew he his what was his last name. Murdoch. Murdoch. He knew he was Jay Murdoch because, because of the hotel. Of the hotel, manager. yeah. No. Yeah, still carrying the KH. That's interesting. So they were going to switch everybody around and probably. I, I get. I yeah. No, that makes sense. It's part of the confusion. Because you see them down in the in the lower parts, making various items that they're going to plant for people's lives. Yes, yeah, a they dark list, Santa's they list workshop. It, yeah. yeah, right. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> we need family photos. We need <laughs> <laughs> documentation. Yeah. All right, so I'll tell you what my what false was. defeat is, and then you can... All right. Uh, uh, what were you going to say? Sorry. I just said all right. Yeah, no. Okay. On his quest for answers, he visits Carl, learns his past. Now, there was a fire in his youth, and he was burned and scarred, only there isn't any scar now. In trying to learn the truth, he only learns that everything is a lie, and he actually screams this. What does it mean? What does it mean, John? Everything's a lie. So, to me, it's a false defeat, because he, he, gets, he goes to get his answers, 
and he thinks he has the answers. Okay, now I'm getting somewhere. But then there's the scar, no scar, and he and he's defeated. He's like, okay, I thought I had my answers, but it's all a lie. Yeah, no, that's good. That's that's probably better when I have because I have him like I guess it's probably too late when uh, uh, Bumstead saves him. Like they're chasing him, and he gets in the car. Like it's false victory because he gets away, but yeah. then they immediately bad guys close in because they come into the uh, station. Yeah. And he's has the memories, you know, been imprinted with the memories of a murder. So now he's just fucking killing people left and right now. That guy is Mr. Han. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, no, the I didn't put, I guess, as much enough stock in the, the reveal with, you know, Uncle Carl and shit. And then. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that sounds better to me. Well. Yeah, because then he he turns him in, basically makes the phone call. Yes, and says, yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be some of my. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is could be bad guys close in. Yeah, right? I, I think Sorry I have Uncle some, Carl. So yeah, I think you're right. I have some of that as the bad guys close in. Uh, Emma Emma goes to the hooker's house to to talk to her, and Bumstead meets her there, and Uncle Carl calls, and then and then Bumstead take. I was trying to remember the sequence of events. Bumstead takes her home. Carl calls her and says he's here. Yep. Uh, and Emma, uh, out of concern, I guess tells Bumstead, and Bumstead says I can't promise anything, and they go are now going to go get him at Carl's. Meanwhile, Mr. Han or the, one of the guys who's been imprinted is watching through the window, learns of Carl. This is how they, it, it all comes together. And I had to watch that again this morning because I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, the city literally changes under Murdoch's feet and strangers, the strangers catch up to Murdoch. Bad guys close in is what I'm having is that. Yeah. And I mean, and they did a little bit of it, but I, I, to me it would have been, I guess, just rules of the world. It would have been a little bit cooler to see them use the tuning more. Yeah. Um, like when he's hanging from the window ledge and the kid has the knife but decides to get down and bite him. Bite him. I he's like, God, he's a little monster. Right. And then he, there's part of the building that's going up. Yeah. Because the guys down in the basement doing this little chant thing, those are the guys that are tuning and, yes. and moving the The, the hive world. mind is making the whole city all at once, yeah. All right, but it's their hive mind, so they can all see everything. It, 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 one would one, assume. Yeah. So just he, Murdoch jumps on the part of the building that's moving up, right? Yeah. And gets away from the kid. Well, why didn't the kid just extend the window or do, like, use the, the world? If you can tune, fucking move that window. Oh, he's running away from yeah. you. Have, it, have the stairs turn into a fucking wall. Now he can't, you know what I mean? That would have been cool if they'd done more. Kind of like Doctor Strange. And yes, the, very much the, so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it would have been Inception. cooler if they'd done stuff like that. It does go to the rules of the world thing. They do it a little bit, especially in the fight at the end. I feel like he's starting to use the environment around him. Yes. It's kind of, y'all brought up the point earlier, why do you need knives and shit? But well, that, yeah, that this would have been cooler if the strange who were familiar with this had done yeah. that. I, I get Murdoch not doing it right away. Yeah, that was the only thing. It's like, what does tuning do other than manipulation? Because like he makes a door and walls and yeah. then they move the stuff and then it blows people backwards. Like it doesn't explode <laughs> them, doesn't take their heads yeah. off. It just pushes them backwards. Yeah, it's manipulate physical. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, but yeah, but if you can do all that, then push the guy backwards and trap him behind a brick wall. Yeah. Push that book sure. brick, brick through his fucking brain. Well, I mean, like, uh, well, this is James's thing. You don't like to, Superman take the stairs, That's right? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's like in uh, uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange. You know, when he pushes Doctor Strange against. I'm sorry, Infinity War. Might not have seen it, but he one of the bad guys takes Doctor Strange up and then manipulates the building to hold him oh, down, cool. and then he's like, "All right, I'm going to rip this off you." That's what yeah. these guys in my thought should have should done, have done but this yeah. is way yeah. before any yeah. of that but sure yeah i mean there weren't a lot of like yeah there's all kind of stuff though yeah have a, a window shatter and then now shards of glass are flying at people exactly or yeah all kinds of cool stuff yeah but yes, yeah don't let superman take the stairs exactly yeah well you want <laughs> to talk about the 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 stranger who got squished by the building i'm yeah. like take your jacket off dude you right. know <laughs> right he's trying to pull 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 yeah, yeah. or 
tune the shit and stop it from getting smashed. Sure. Yeah. That's what I would thought. Tune like an open window where you, now you're in a fucking elevator going down away from it. There's all a million yeah, things uh, you could have done. That, that, would, yeah. that would make... I did the, like the splashes of blood, though, of very dark blood every time they die. That was, I, I like that. Was that. Cool, yeah, but that would make it the stakes so much higher if these things were much harder to kill. Sure. In my opinion, like no, if they would. were able to manipulate yeah. that every hour, it's like, oh my God, the stakes are so high. How is he going to fix this? Right. right. And, and it's, it, it is the danger of having almost omnipotent powers. Now, yeah. you know, how, how much is too much? How much makes it too much an easy answer? Yeah. So I think you can have these problems when you sure. create powers. And you could like, even make it, you know, are they a high? I mean, I just not thought about this. Like you could have made it where. Some of them only have certain powers. You can only, almost like an X-Wing thing, you only you can only move metal, you can only move sure. fucking wood, or that way to limit it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they can all... Because there's only a group of them that can change the world. Yeah, there's always a group after them, right? And a group that can change the world, so maybe... Yeah, they, sure. With our combined powers, we but here well, we are the, writing, the, writing the story afterwards. Individually, I think they can manipulate, but it takes all of them to change They're that whole city. Stuff. Yeah. So I don't, you know, maybe yeah. some of that is not, I don't know, but I, all this is valid because it, it's very dangerous when you come up with almost omnipotent powers yeah. like that. Yeah, and I didn't mean to poke holes in your stuff, man. But uh, well, I just had that thought. Like it would have been cooler, like more fun, enjoyable set pieces. Is what I sure. guess was sure. my initial point. Uh, bad guys close in. Yeah, uh, bad guys. So um, the strangers catching under all is lost. I have as a false victory. Murdoch manages to open Bombstead's eyes about what is going on to some degree. What is the last thing you remember doing during the day? How do you explain this? He's floating the book now. Bombstead is beginning to come on board. Yeah, because he gets mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. The other, so now that we've reached that part, yeah. Bombstead, he carries around an accordion. Yes. He plays why? it at some point. Why? It could have been, he's playing it. It could have been a harmonica. Yeah, why this It could have been box? a stopwatch. It could have been anything, but it's a fucking... It's, it's beautiful, but it is a huge instrument that probably weighs 50 pounds. See, and, you know, tell you the truth, I don't even know when I got it. How would I... How How do you think I could forget a thing like that, you know? But yeah, I'm freaking... Yeah, she should have been like, maybe, I don't know, because that thing's fucking huge, man. It's yeah. God almighty. Maybe that's... He really played it. What was no. the actor's name? Uh, William, William Hurt. Hurt. But no, I think that's a great job. That's cool. Like, no, that that's cool. Okay. <laughs> it is a very strange choice. It's yes. a strange choice. It he's, could have been anything he's, else. He's reading the script. So this says harmonica. Can we change that to an accordion, <laughs> guys? Accordion I'm not, I'm not doing this role unless we change it to accordion. Okay, Mr. Hurt. I've been listening to a lot of Weird Al lately. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, right. He's coming around. Uh, he's now believing it because he, yeah. what, you haven't, when's the last time you did something in the daylight? Or yes. Did he ask? Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably reaching down. Accordion does this, yeah? Yeah. Does in and out? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Change the shape? I don't, I don't know. I'm probably reaching. Yeah. I, <laughs> Probably reaching. Uh, yeah. Dark Knight of the Soul. Murdoch is separated from his wife, who is convinced that they and really... Bumstead separated from his accordion. Go ahead. Uh, she is convinced that they really were and are in love. The betrayal never happened, and he is not a murderer. She says you... Uh, can't uh, make something like that up. You can't make... Uh, yeah, we were in love. You can't make something like that up. I, I, I initially thought he said, yes, you can, but he said, no, you can't. Yeah. And then yeah. he separated from her. The whiff of death, I think Bombstead learns of Walensky. Oh, whoa, we skipped something. What I skip? He shatters the glass and no one reacts whatsoever. Oh, yeah. He yeah. showers her with fucking glass pieces. Now, now. So he can reach for us and touch her, right? Yeah. She doesn't react. The fucking guards don't react. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. get a little moment and then he gets dragged away. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, and, and to be honest, and, and you're right. It never occurred to me. I don't know why. <laughs> you're, you're just, just like, oh, the they're scene. doing this, this now. You're just into the scene. You're like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 
Even even he blows it in on her. No, I love you. uh, Putting glass out of her eye and stuff. It is reported that you can see, much like Indiana Jones, you can see the second pane of glass. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see that second pane of glass in Indiana Jones. He is face to face with the Cobra, sir. you because there to film that there was a second pane of yeah, glass in front it. of. Uh, I didn't see it. I didn't notice it. Did you see uh, it? I, I never saw it, but apparently no. oh, sure somebody you said you could see it if you looked at it a certain way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so weird to me. Nobody reacted. Yes. Uh, now that you mentioned I, it, <laughs> well, I thought the same thing because I'm like, why didn't the guards jump? Or her? Yeah. yeah. I I, uh, I don't have an answer. And I'm almost embarrassed to say I never thought of it. Uh, the whiff of death. Bumstead learns of Valinsky's suicide. The captain is killed by the strangers upon discovery of Murdoch's escape. There's always, not always, but there's this whiff of death. Usually, what, the death of the mentor sometimes? or Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I guess, it kind of true. I don't want to say Walensky's the mentor, but he's definitely the one who knows. That's your always lost? Uh, Dark Knight of the Soul. Okay. All's lost, that was a false victory. What was a false victory? Bombstead's eyes about, uh, Murdoch is able to convince. Oh, the, you said that. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is the last thing you remember doing during the day? And he can't remember. And, and he sees, uh, once he sees that floating book, he's got to know something's up. Yeah. All so right. I, I'm calling that a false victory because he has achieved some victory, but it's not everything that he needs and wants. Bump, Bumpstead's shoelace is untied now. Things are starting to come undone, I say, compared with the previous shoelace scene. Or, uh, Bumpstead is now invested. He releases Murdoch and joins him on his quest, which brings us to what I'm calling the break in the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the Shell Beach, uh, like not being a, a poster and not a, not really existing, is that like a part of the High Tower surprise? Okay. So breaking no. the three, gathering the team. It's going to be Bumpstead, Murdoch, and Schraber. Yep. Storming the castle, going to Shell Beach, uh, where we now see this. This I thought they did well. I, I call it. We are given a nice Pope in the pool scene as they're rowing, yep. and Schraber is. Giving his mind. I thought that was entirely appropriate. I thought it was boring because he tells us the same shit yeah, I, sure. I saw at the beginning. It, you know? The scene is totally gutted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. It's it good. It's, it's remove the shitty fucking prologue. Yes. And it's done very well. Now, yes. and about yeah. the right time that you can start putting, oh, okay, that means that, and whatever. And it, I think it lends, as far as it working is, because Bumstead is now going, well, what else happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's invested. He's asking the questions. Yes, and, and I got information from that that I'd forgotten uh, that... Because I think yeah, when it's I not first all the same stuff, yeah. No, no, I know. But when I very, very first saw this, I thought this was Earth uh, or something. Uh, they, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think that they were taken away from Earth, and 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 that they couldn't remember Earth. I guess that was even the yeah. bigger thing to me that I got. Just from where? I'm sorry, I can't remember. Yeah, right. Uh, that I've forgotten. You know. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't given in the prologue. You're giving it there, and it's like, oh, that. So, so it's right at the right place. That whole prologue needs to go. I, mm-hmm. yeah, do not watch the theatrical cut. All right, so the Hightower surprise, uh, Shell Beach is only a poster. There is nothing beyond the city walls. Is what I'm, uh, the stranger's, ca- stranger's attack, he is captured and Bumstead is sacrificed. I'm listing as the... Yeah, because yeah, no, good. dig yeah. through the wall to figure out... We'll, and see space and shit, yeah. yeah. Almost get sucked out. Yeah, well, the dig the, deep down is... They do get sucked out. It, yeah, and then they do get sick, yeah. sucked yeah. out. Yeah, I would have stepped back quite a bit, you know, as soon as I realized, oh, shit, there's fucking space out there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he accidentally he, fall and get sucked up. Yes. And, and, and then. Yeah, so I guess yours, again, your your beats sound right, but I guess I had that pegged as the, the all is lost because we lose Bumstead and yeah. it's, it's a false, you know, defeat because it's mm-hmm. yeah. not take yeah, that yeah. still there, but um, that doesn't match up with the rest of your stuff. 
Well, the thing- if that's the Hightower surprise, then Schraber coming up, because I didn't have much of a break in a three. On, on my notes, the way it goes is it's, he surrenders himself, but yes. that's like a dark night, right? And it's Schraber breaking in a three, coming up with the plan to yes. uh, give him the, the different memories. But in your version, right, that's the coming up after the Hightower surprise, that's a new plan. Yes, dig Mine deep down. Re- yeah, that works better than just Schraber breaking in a three as opposed to Murdoch, right? Right. I, I, yeah. Dig deep down, he's... Okay, so he's captured, Bumpstead is sacrificed... Uh, the dig deep down, he's given his true memories back and the knowledge of the strangers he needs by Schraber. So there's this whole, almost like the Matrix thing where he's, yeah. Schraber is in his memories. Come, you're doing great, John, but you're going to have to, the right. machine. And but I thought that was very, very cool. Uh, the new plan, Murdoch conquers the strangers with his heightened skill, faces the big boss in ground and aerial combat, controlling the machine. He makes an end of the strangers. So the new plan, there's this big battle, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh leading us to the final image. A man in control from gasping, unsteady, confused fish out of water to the exact opposite. Calm, steady, fully aware. From a fish out of water and a strange dark world to a man in control and back in his environment in a bright sunny world. Uh, From alone and not himself uh, to with his wife and full knowledge of who he is. The rat having discovered that the only way out of the maze is through the wall and to remake the maze to more of his own liking. So the the rat never had an out in that maze until they broke through the wall. Supposedly. Yeah, sure. Because hmm. uh, it ends with them outside the wall, outside the walls of this maze. The city is his fishbowl, but now a fishbowl of his own making and taste. The city the city will always be the maze. Like, they're not going to get back there. Nobody remembers her. Nobody remembers how to get back there. Maybe he could fashion a spaceship, but it, where would they go? So I think the city will always be his maze, his fishbowl, but one in which he is no longer the subject of testing hmm. and experimentation. Yeah, because she's now Anna, right? Emma, because she'd been, you know, re. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, not Anna. You soon will be. Yeah. So she, yeah, yeah, she's Anna now. But but now the the strangers, the bad guys, I guess, are gone. Um, because she said you can't make something like that up. So ideally, that they will fall in love again yes, and form think, new memories, and none of it will be fake. It'll all be real yes, this time. Yeah. And 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 he does. I I thought that he pursued her, but he stays there. She's walking away, and she turns. So you want to come with me? Yeah. 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 So, yes, I think that's exactly what you're saying. That new memories are going to be made. And if they were in love as Emma, that love is real and they will yeah. be in love as Anna. And, and I, if she doesn't do what he wants, he'll just tune her anyway. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, can tune he, her up. Because <laughs> I was thinking it's sad that um, she was a, a, a lounge singer or whatever. Now she's a, a clerk or whatever. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, so yeah. now they're well, you're she just, the movie theater, yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're just stuck in whatever you ended up in. One would, uh, yeah. But, but, but think but, about uh, that. That's good because, yeah, because fucking selling movie tickets or sultry lounge singer. I want to be the sultry lounge sure. singer. You know what I mean? That's those are my choices. You know? But at this point, you would be free to. You would have a day and night, and that you you yeah, theoretically yeah. have the freedom. That would what you be want. my luck. I would be stuck doing the, oh, yeah, right. the the yeah. two. You know, I'm finally gonna get off the night right. shift versus you know. But just think of that existential crisis afterwards, after everything is said and done. It's like, oh, nothing has meaning anymore. We're all just people well, that's, in that's, space. I Money think, doesn't have a thing. I think that's, and I think that's some of the question that the movie asks. Because you know, you read articles and everybody speculates. Well, what what is the meaning here? Are we the sum of our memories, or uh, you know, are are we individual? Because Murdoch will say you were looking for what it makes what makes us individuals in and humans. You were looking up here, but that's not. So there's this this existential question, exactly right. What what does it mean to be human? What does it mean 
to be individual and right. is it memories, is it experiences, is it whatever, you know. These are the questions I think meant to be asked by the movie, maybe in clumsy ways, maybe not yeah. at other times. But um, so I think there are, I think there are some problems and I think we pointed them out. But at the end of the day, it's one of those movies that I still enjoy watching. You know? Yeah, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. And it wasn't like what I'd seen it before, but it wasn't like what I had remembered at all. Yeah. So that's cool. I like the tone. I like noir. I yeah, think Sewell, Rufus Sewell does a great job. I really yeah. like him in this movie. He's always good. Yeah, I really like him. Kiefer yeah. Sutherland. He played a Nazi in um, Man in the High Tower. Man in the High Tower, yes. Nice. I, okay. yes. Yeah, and he's yeah, the bad guy in Night's Tale as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Peter, yeah. He, I got to finish Ledger. High Tower. I never did finish it. Hmm. Anyway. All right, so that's that's Dark Tower. Any? Dark Tower? Dark Tower. <laughs> Dark City. Dark, Dark City. City. What movie were we reviewing? Yeah. Anyway, any other thoughts, questions? Uh, concerns, comments? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, you know, when it was over, I was like, man, it's a shame we didn't get like a sequel, you know? And like, cause yeah. the, you know, some more strangers show up, you know, and cause, you know, Outpost 37 has gone awry now. And so, you know, cause if they're doing sure, this sure. type of experiment all over the fucking place, you know, and maybe, yeah. you know, uh, more bad guys show well, up. And <clears throat> I think this was meant to be kind of artsy. Sure. I, I, I've never seen Metropolis, which is a, like a, 30s uh, German yep. film or whatever, but yeah, Brazil too. Yeah, that drew. Yeah, that's another one I kept seeing being mentioned. It drew heavily upon images and because yeah. because Metropolis very much deals with those kind of themes too. Yeah, the big but, opening up. Yeah, uh, yes, and working class versus uh, the yeah. the rich class right. in Metropolis. But here it's yeah, because when he uh, Schreiber when he's rearranging people, he's like, and the rich become richer. Yeah, 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 he's yes. like, you'll have a, a maid's quarters by the by yes. the time the night's done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Somebody had mentioned that that big mask was was designed specifically to look like Hal in 2001. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and made some allusion I to some of the that. themes in that. I don't know if that's true or not, but it looks like Hal. I don't know. Right. Anyway. All right. Any other comments, thoughts? Nope. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do our past consider. I recommend it. I recommend it as a caveat, a couple of them. I think some of the issues we raise are legit as far as rules of the world and other things. And I think this opening prologue is garbage to watch the, the, the director's cut. Um, but if, and, and so it's almost a catch 22. Think about it a little deeper because I think there are deep themes in this movie that are brought out. But at that point, you can also run the risk of running awry with some of the rules of the world that maybe don't make as much sense as we like. So, you know, it, it is a catch 22 about how deep you want to go and discover the good and the bad. But I, I think as a movie, I enjoyed every time I watch it and I, I would recommend the director's cut, obviously. Mm, I'm going to pass on this version. I might consider the director's cut sure. without the stuff. Yeah. Cause there were parts of this movie where it caught me and I was like, I, this is pretty good. Yeah. I'm invested like the boat rowing thing sure. explaining and some of that third act a little bit, but yeah. there in the second, third act it was really good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, just, yeah. I wanted to like it. Right. I just didn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so we talked about this with, uh, with uh, throw mama and a bunch of other movies. The movie can have flaws, but if it if it serves you and makes you feel good or, or the way you want to feel, you'll forgive them. But if it has flaws and it doesn't make you feel, you're less forgiving. So yep. 
you know, no. I think you, I think, yeah, I think it comes down to just, I guess, individual, like what you connect with, what, right. you know, yeah. it, it, you know, if enough of it works for you, you're yeah. able to forgive the other stuff. But if it doesn't, then, then you're like, yeah. nope, I'm fucking passing. Yeah, yeah. uh, and, and this kind of movie, I think, is problematic in the sense that it is not going to nail everybody where. Sure. You know, the, the stranger, more weird movies. Yes. You know, it stranger, more weird the movie is. Yeah. The smaller your, your right. audit is going to be. Yeah. I think, I think that we may have discovered why I didn't like it all the way through. And I think it may come down to the rules of the world. Yeah. I think that's just it. That's, that's a big one for me. A lot of times, yeah. like yeah. if, if I start poking holes in a Google, oh, wait a minute, well, why didn't this work? And yeah. why didn't if I start doing that, then all of a sudden I start picking it. It's yeah. like pulling on a thread. Well, right? now like you're out say, of the movie. Yeah. You're totally out. Sure. As soon as you start asking questions, you're no longer in the movie enjoying yep. it. You're an outside observer. And at that point, they've mm. lost you. And you've yep. lost the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah, that's no. like one of the worst feelings in the world, especially when it's like, you know, Star Wars or something like Mandalorian. Oh. Like, um, yeah, Lace hates it when I start picking the episode apart. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Not that kind of movie, kid. But, uh, right. anyway. Right. Because it's something that you go into it expecting to like it, or it's a sequel to a series that you like, or something, or it's got you know whatever, right? Yeah. You, you have these. So I try, you know, I struggle to have high expectations. I try to go in with everything with lower expectations. But yeah, it, it sucks when you start catching now, stuff and it pulls you out, and you're like, it, damn, it, no. I wanted to like that. Like you said, I wanted to like this movie, but it pissed me off. Yeah. Well, a lot of the movies, like like Throw Mama and even this one that I watched before I even knew story, story yeah. mechanics and really liked. I still like because yeah, I liked it before I knew, but say I knew all this before, yeah, I might not gives. have, yeah. you know, if I had spent true. half the movie. It works that way too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it works yeah. that way too. So, um, yeah, it's a recommend for me. Um, okay, if you, cool. if you, you know, if you like sci-fi stuff and, and, you know, twisty mind bending stuff. Um, and like we talked about, there's matrix definitely has way more fun action set pieces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's really. Huh? It's got Keanu. But and then again, like the Definitely. rules, the rules of the world in the yeah. Matrix all make sense. Yeah, yeah they, they do all, a better job with that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's just there's a do. lot of stuff. <laughs> well, right. Well, yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff there. Gotcha. Basically, you want to watch that one too. There's a lot of intriguing stuff in this one. Like I said, I guess I went in with low expectations, and um, I mean, how I watched the trailer, and I know I'd seen this movie. I watched the trailer, I'm like, yeah, all right, this looks kind of cool. That's not what I remembered at all. Yeah. So watching it, yeah, as soon as that dude's. Even though he told us the bullshit at the beginning, as soon as that one guy's head gets cracked open and a little blue alien thing crawls out, I'm like, all right, I yeah. don't know what the fuck's going on here, but let's, yeah, that makes sense. And to your point, is from a writer, is the, the fish out of water thing. I got that immediately. Yeah, yeah. So I was hoping that kind of stuff, any kind of good writing, I'm, I'm forgiving right. a lot of shit. Yeah. You can make because that, good that writing scene is, probably bought them six mistakes that I'll just forget. Exactly. Exactly. Know. Which is funny because it's all under writing. You're right. Uh, you, you want me over with fish out of the water, rules of the world? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, just as a side note, uh, I like Matrix, but I really love Matrix 1. Every, all the others I'm not Agreed. thrilled about. Mm-hmm. I watched Matrix Resurrections, the very the last one? one. Yeah, it's, it's crap. Trash. Yeah, it's crap. That movie is crap. I didn't like it. I did all. not like it at all because I have it on digital. I got on on a discount. And I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to buy this on Blu-ray too. And I watched it. I'm like, no. Nah, nah, the good. only thing I liked about it was the um, how they made the – it was all like a video game. Like the yeah, stuff sure. that – the events that have happened in the trilogy were now a, a popular video yeah, game. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. To put them back in the system. I like that, but yeah, Matrix One and everything else. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. And anyway. I liked Reloaded. Um, that I liked where it was going, like the whole stuff with the architect and all that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. the way the series ended, I was not a fan. Nah, I'm not a fan. All right, Sherry. 
I, I mean, I don't even know why I'm bothering to ask. Oh, I think she was sleeping while we were doing this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And sleep now. She woke up. <laughs> uh, okay. No. I, I surprised you. I, I would say I consider it. Really? That's yes. Crazy. Let me tell you why. Okay. I thought it was like a fucking pass. Get this shit out yeah. of here. No. Um, I first pass of it all, like a fruit stand on the highway. <laughs> don't start watching it if you are sleepy. That's right. For real. Yeah, yeah. Because it, you have to pay attention. You really do have to pay attention, and it made more sense. When well, not I if you watch the prologue, you know everything. So, yeah, I understand. No, no, I had to. She was sleeping during that to me. Well, yeah, I was. That's yeah. Anyway, um, now I forgot what I was. Oh, um, I did like the actors that were in it. Yeah, I did too. And I think that kept me kind of interested at first, and then just certain things would happen, like um, when the. The guy who knew what was going on, yeah, who's like going on and on and talking, yeah. and then he jumps in front of the train. I'm like, okay, I really need to see the end of this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it's yeah. like once you started, it's like, okay, I got to see where this is going. Right, right. But to actually sit down and say, okay, I want to watch this movie or to pick it yeah. or something. Mm-mm. Yeah. So that's why I say consider i like i yeah i liked william hurt i i could watch him play that character in a full straight yeah. up movie yeah i did yeah. I, I do like him and i did like him in this yes yeah. he's one of those guys i could watch almost anything i would give the 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 director's cut a solid chance sure i, I would yeah. yeah like i rented it for 2.99 and it, I, I could have bought it for 9.99 and once i was done watching i was like damn i wish i'd bought it well oh, i was exactly the opposite <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm glad i paid 2.99 yeah. damn it <laughs> yeah. what a, i mean but you know why if, wasn't it on whatever yeah if the director's cut would have been better i might consider can you find it? it i haven't looked well it's on the I, blu-ray both versions on the blu-ray if you buy the and I, i'm, I'm sure copy. i bought that oh, yeah. blu-ray on the cheap i mean you buy a hard copy okay yeah. i've looked for a hard copy for you know Two days now. Oh, damn, we couldn't find it. Okay. We went to the oh, movie place. Yeah. And so nobody converted. had it. Huh. But um, as as a general whatever uh, rule for me, I don't like movies that are just, it was nighttime the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dark. Well, that's noir. Just, noir is always yeah. Well, then raining. I don't like that. Yeah, I think Stacey's like that too. She doesn't like night stuff or apocalyptic stuff, like where it's yeah. just too dark and too depressing. Well, the, the darkness... I mean, I, noir may mean dark. I can't even remember now. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. It, does. Uh, it, it is definitely meant to create a, a mood. All the Marlowe stuff, all the hardball detectives, it's always night. Uh, and it's, the city is always gritty and dirty and criminal. And, and there's always jazz going on in the background. Just, smoky. just a lonely trumpet. Yes. It is. The whole, all the cinematography right. is meant yeah. to create a mood Do you in like, which this detective. Do you like uh, Who Framed Roger Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I remember watching it. And I. Oh, you don't I, don't, remember I don't remember the movie. It's, it's very not more, like, but, yeah. It's, yeah. but it's but it's got bright cartoon right. characters to so. contrast that. Yeah, and their yeah. scenes during the day and stuff. But the feel is very forties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was just curious. That might Corruption. Be a cops are corrupt. There's yeah. usually these stock. Like I you really want to like talk about one. stock characters. There's the femme fatale, the the crooked cops. The I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. Well. That's Dark City. Yeah, it surprised me, Sherry. I thought you were like said. You were nope, pass. I fell asleep because well, this movie was so bad. I was putting it off to the last minute. And that's probably why I <laughs> yeah, was so sleepy. She was not. Sure. She's not interested. Wasn't interested in this. And so for her to say even that is that's an advance. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I like the the actors in it, and, and yeah, I, I don't. Th- I, yeah. You know, a couple of things happen, and I'm like, hmm, okay, let me see where this. I, is I going. think what they what what they did well, they did very well, and the weak points. And even you know. by the end, I'm like, 
when that knife was coming at the guy, I said, turn it around, turn yeah. it around. <laughs> so, yeah, and, I mean, and I got into it. Some but. of that almost, I don't want to, because I enjoyed it all, but some of that almost, almost, almost went over the edge of being a little too much, but not, not enough to put me over the edge on that. It was pretty damn close. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I, I was with Sherry. I was like, oh, he's using the, he's tuning the knife now, you know? Yeah. Everybody else will just, just pulls him out and tries to stab whatever he's throwing it. Yeah. And I still think, you know, that could have been using his mind. He could have thrown anything at him, but. Sure. No, right. Um, but yeah, but it's right. I was. Yeah. What yeah, they did. The way well, they I float they in the air all stiff and creepy like, yeah, I was, I was with it. I was, yeah. I was I'm, I'm um, ready. If I could float like that, I wouldn't walk anywhere. Right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, and you know, all right, my, leg, my legs would atrophy, and I would, or I'd, I'd have yeah. two noodles, or I tune a fucking of, slide for myself so I could just slide down where I need to go, or an elevator. Of the floating thing. Um, like I said, I fell asleep, woke up, saw them floating, but when I started it over and they walk out of that elevator towards the room, I'm like, why are they walking? Yeah. I thought they float. Yeah, just yeah, go right up to the window and go in. That's just for, you know, yeah, that's high speed Superman stuff, taking know? the stairs. Yes. And that's the problem with these omnipotent. And that's part of the reason I don't like yeah, they superheroes, but that would have been cooler. Like have them floating down that hall as opposed to walking. Yeah, down. sure. That yeah. would have been really yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. just the wall. Opens you just see up, like a shot of their feet, and you know, hovering oh, no, above the ground. Very yeah. menacing. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. So, and this is the other problem though. And we're going to shut this down, but this is the other problem with mixed genre movies, right? It's noir. No, it's science fiction. No, it's superhero. Uh, you really walk a line sure. and, and it becomes as a noir. I thought it was amazing as a science fiction piece. I was more sold on the noir. I would like those, yeah. you know, so uh, mixed genres can be a problem. Uh, you know, Cowboys and Aliens. I don't know if I ever saw that, but I don't know how. I liked that one. I remember liking that one, right? Yeah. It's weird. It's one of those movies I remember liking, but like how many times have I watched it? Probably just the one. Yeah, that twice, one. You know? And what was the other one on uh, Mars? Mars uh, Attacks. No, not Mars no. Attacks. Uh, <laughs> uh, Red Planet with Val Kilmer. No, it was no. with the 1800s, and he goes up there. Uh, Oh, John Carter of John Mars. Carter oh, of Mars. I've seen that I, one a couple of times. I like, I like that, one, that one. Isn't that, that like the guy who wrote Tar? Isn't that like an old story? Like yeah, it's before yes. Star Wars. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about like like yes, Edgar Rice Burroughs. Yes, it's uh, it's over 100 years old. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 And it was yeah. it was good when I sat down and watched it. I enjoyed it. Damn, it's a big really fun good. movie, but it made it made zero money because you know Disney's like you know they're all about you know studios IP right. Yeah, yeah, but you picked an IP that's a hundred years old. Nobody fucking well, knows what John and, and Carter is. This is the thing that, like, Blue Beetle. How many Blue Beetle? I don't. I never. I'm not a comic book fan, so maybe I'm. I don't have any clue about this. I've got one through a thousand of the Blue Beetles. Blue Beetle. I, I didn't don't. even know it was such a thing. Yeah, it, it looks dumb. Did you you watch the trailer? No, I did not. I was in. A, it looks, dumb. It looks not. It looks dumb. And, you know, it looks like it's in focus. Yeah, exactly. That. Lath was all excited. And I'm like, eh. he was excited about Blue Beetle. Does he? He's, he's all in the superhero shit right now. He's in denial, sir. Even he's, ones he's he doesn't never around. heard of. Okay, well, it's gonna have bright, he likes the world colors. building of like where they all come together and type sure? stuff, right? But he again, he's in denial, and he he's been mad at me for years now. But I told him with the uh, Infinity War, with the Iron Man, and all that, and fighting Thanos, I said that's the peak, that's the highest it will ever get, that's yeah. the best it will be. It will just it'll go downhill from here. They're gonna run and, it right and into it the has, and he's they're not gonna stop making mad. them until it makes zero dollars. Sure, it'll be like I I truly think it's like westerns. Just, They'll go. Some hero movies will go away like westerns. Yes, they're They'll not going back and make them every now well, and then, but it'll Shazam go away. Shazam and and Black Shazam uh, uh, and um, Ant Man kind of bombed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but uh, the Shazam really did. The the Rock movie. What was his name? Black Adam. Oh, Black Adam. Black Adam. Yes, yeah, that bombed. bombed as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and the guy who played Shazam is like really bent out of shape, and yeah, and that sucks. He's doing video rants and this kind of thing. Well, the oh, other yeah, one, like, they're supposed to 
cross more, which yeah. is what people like to see in the rock shut all that shit down. Yeah, he's getting a bit. I thought he was a. Great, I thought he's cool dude, but he seemed like a douchebag now. Yeah, he's, I think he's crossing yeah. in douchebaggery, so that's a yep. sad. That's sad. It does yeah. suck. Oh, well, Chris or Chris, uh, Kevin Hart will put him in his place though. Sure. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart's in Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard Two. Die Hard yeah. Two. Die, die Harder. Die Harder or something. <laughs> Isn't that's or funny. Whatever it is, I don't. Know. That's funny. I, I haven't yet to watch those, but I need to. All right. Uh, that's good. We're good. Good. All right. We are out. And you like this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust the artist, not the executive. Anyway, putting humanity back in their bowl. Shell to me means shell games. And then I wake up and it's another guy. It's another guy, and I'm like, I don't know who I am, but that's not me. I thought I had my answers, but it's all a lie. Don't let Superman take the stairs. And I think that's some of the question that the movie asks. Don't start watching it if you are sleepy. It's like, once you start it, it's like, okay, I got to see where this is going. Uh, Mixed genres can be a problem. Sleep now.